Hi, I'm Justin Clapp, and I'd like to welcome you to episode number two of the Old Town Food Tour podcast. If you're unfamiliar with what Old Town Food Tour is all about, we are a three-hour guided walking tour of Old Town Fort Collins, where guests get to visit five different restaurants on the tour and try generous samples from each. Now, Old Town Food Tour isn't just about giving tours to guests. It's also about shining the spotlight on all the great local restaurants and local businesses that are throughout Old Town. Fort Collins. We live in such an amazing area and we want to reintroduce the local community and welcome guests to what the city of Fort Collins has to offer on a daily basis. One of our partners on Old Town Food Tour is Stuffed Burger Bar, where when you walk in, you will just be delighted by the personality, the staff, but also the amazing food. Yes, you can try some of their unique burgers. You can make your own. Plus, you can dive into a milkshake and maybe make it a little boozy. And Stuffed Burger Bar is actually the focus of episode number two of the Old Town Food Tour podcast. I'd like to welcome owner Tiffany Helton to the podcast. Now, Tiffany has been the owner of Stuff Burger since 2010, and she is such a huge supporter of local businesses all throughout Fort Collins and Northern Colorado. Today, we talked to her about Stuff Burger, about the menu, about the support of the city of Fort Collins, especially getting through the pandemic, and how she is giving back to local restaurants and local entrepreneurs throughout the city. So, Tiffany, we want to welcome you to the podcast, but like we do with each podcast, we have to start off with an icebreaker question. And the question for today is try to describe yourself in three words only. And then I want you to explain why you chose those three words. So the floor is yours. Go ahead. I would say determined. Um, I just like kind of when I set my mind to something, I'm like really determined to achieve that goal to be the best at it, whatever it is. So I'm, I'm really a determined person. I'd say strong. Um, as an entrepreneur, you need to be strong to weather the storm. So um, a great example is just with what happened this last year. Strength really played into that. Um, and then I would say fun. I just, I like to have fun. And so I have this like quirky fun side and um, I just try not to take to life too seriously. So those would be the three. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Yeah. So let's, let me, let me flash back to when I first moved to Fort Collins a few years ago, because I, I came in for the interview and my boss at the time looked at me and said, okay, I'm going to take you to a restaurant that you are going to fall in love with. And I think this is what is going to sell you on Northern Colorado. Cause we were moving from new England at the time. And I said, okay, well, where are you going to take me? He goes, it's this place called stuffed burger. And you're going to be able to make your own burger. And he said, I will tell you the garlic Parmesan fries, they will get you hooked. And I promise you when dinner is done, you're going to want to come here and live here and work here. So I said, okay, let's, let's go check out this stuffed burger. And I will say the way, just the food, the personality, the staff, you guys totally won me over. And that definitely played a part in me being like, I need to move out here because this is such a cool place. Oh my gosh, what a great compliment. And who is your friend that I need to put on payroll? <laughs> this friend's <laughs> awesome. I need to talk to this guy. Um, I really appreciate you saying that. I think there's a lot that kind of goes into what we do. And I just really appreciate you sharing your experience because we work really, really hard to deliver that experience. And it just means a lot. So that's awesome. And I'm glad that you moved here too. Exactly. <laughs> so let's go back to when you first opened Stuffed Burger and, and you had this drive to make it happen. What was the key driving force in for you becoming an entrepreneur in Northern Colorado? 
Mm -hmm. It's kind of a long story, just like everything is, but um, I actually worked for a gentleman. His name is Jake Fitzsimmons, and he owned a sandwich shop in Old Town, right where Stuffed Burger is now. Okay. That sandwich shop was called Elliot's Mess, and it was great. We had great lunch business, but it was pretty competitive. So at the time, there was Jimmy John's down there. Um, we have spicy, there's a bunch of stuff in Old Town. And so um, he kind of thought, well, how do we, we cater to more of that dinner business? And kind of the trends in the marketplace, especially in the big cities, were burgers and this kind of build your own burger model. And so I had been working for Jake for gosh, a number of years. And we partnered up together to switch over Elliot's mess to stuffed burger. So, you know, really for me, I'm, I'm really living the American dream as far as I've worked hard, you know, my entire life to get an opportunity like this. And I should say I was given this opportunity and I do not take it for granted. Um, but, you know, we, that's how we switched it over. So I always knew that um, I kind of wanted to do my own thing. And at the time I felt like I was really, really ready that I had learned a lot in the industry and I was ready to take the next step as an owner. It's amazing to think and a lot of people don't realize this, how competitive the marketplace is in Fort mm -hmm. Collins for restaurants. I mean, I think we have the second highest per capita restaurants in the country. It's, it's, it's crazy to think about that, but you guys are, are really set apart from the rest of the competition. I mean, people walk in and I, and I can't stress enough. I mentioned this before, but just when you walk in, there's a personality to stuffed. There's something on the menu for everybody. And and when you look at what you've done at Stuff Burger, what advantages do you think you have had over the years that have made you really stay in the spotlight for not just the local community, but also tourists that come into the area as well? Mm -hmm. I think for tourists, a big thing is location. You know, I think our location is great. We're located just in the heart of Old Town Fort Collins. And so, I mean, you know, you're doing the food tours down there. It's just beautiful. And people want to be there. They want to visit. And I feel like, first of all, our city does a great job getting the tourists in and really showcasing what our city is all about. And so I would say our location is key. And, you know, as with every restaurant, every successful restaurant, you need to have great food and you need to have great service. And I think what sets us apart from everybody else and what I found over the years is we truly try to give genuine service. And we have this whole training mod mo module where you are making a personal connection with your guest, if that makes sense. So whether it's an out-of-town guest, it's a local, you know, we're, we're kind of breaking that wall of just being a robotic server and a robotic bartender and we're trying to get to know you as a guest and I think that people feel like they have an invested interest in what we do and in stuffed burger and they want to keep coming back so I feel like that's important and then also too with our food we've always tried to be a little bit more inventive or um, we have these items on the menu that we call sexy menu items that like are our milkshakes or the hangover burger that taste really good. They're great products, but they also visually are very pleasing and they can sell themselves. So I think kind of the combination of those things. And then of course, with just like really the, our great local following and our regulars have really just made us stand out over all these years. You mentioned it there uh, talking about how the food looks and yeah. you have items on your menu that definitely stand out as unique. And I yeah. will, I, I agree hundred percent with you that when you guys played it and you bring it out to the table, 
it looks just as good as it sounds. I mean, you go, sometimes there's restaurants you go to where something on the menu sounds good and then it's put in front of you and you're like, uh, that's that's not what I was expecting. Yeah. At Stuff Burger, what you guys put together is exactly what the customer expects. And and going back to the service as well, I, I will say when we used to go to Stuff Burger in Windsor every once in a while, because that's where my, my old work was, and... Everybody remembered us when we walked in and it's not like we went there three or four times a week as much as I would have loved to, but you know, we would go once a week and you would always have this, the, the staff walk up and say, Hey, how's your day going? What's going on here? How's this going? And, and they would strike up a conversation, but it was a genuine conversation and you get that at each of your locations. It's, it's a genuine feeling from the staff that they actually care about what your experience is like. And they do. And I have a gentleman, Howard, who has worked for us for, gosh, it's probably been about 11 years now at the Windsor location. And he's one of those guys where you come in, he knows your name. He knows what you want to order. He's playing with your kids as they're running around like this guy is the real deal. And so I always say when I hire any staff member, to me, it's not based off of experience. It's really based off of personality. Like, can we teach you how to, you know, run drinks to a table and how to take an order? Of course, you know, but we, we can't really teach you the personality factor, you know, and it's hard to teach somebody to be genuine. And so I think if they have those qualities, they're perfect for us. And, and I'm glad that you see that because like I said, that's part of our training. That's part of our culture. That's who we are. Let's talk about, and I don't want to spend too much time on the pandemic because I think we're moving forward. It feels good, but you know, you did have to do some pivoting at the beginning and during the pandemic. And it's one of those things. I don't think a lot of people really realize we realize in our personal lives, how it affected us, because I mean, we went from March 1st where everything was normal to March 13th, where people personally are going to the grocery store and spending hundreds of dollars because they don't know what's going on as, as a business owner, you have to pivot even more and you had to shut down and, and talk about, everything that went on over the past year and how you had to pivot specifically to uh, in Windsor and Greeley as well. Yeah, it's, I mean, everybody went through it in some way, right. During the pandemic, so, you know, you were affected in some way. And so, you know, the last week we were open in March, it, let's talk about the uh, Fort Collins location. Yeah, My partner and I sat down on the Sunday, right before everything really started to get dire, you know, it was like, we're locking down and we sat down together and we just looked at each other and said, what are we going to do? Like, I think that we have to close. And, and it was terrible. But, you know, bigger restaurants like ours, and you have multiple units staying open for just curbside or just takeout, you know, you're just losing money. And at the time, there was no PPP. There was no help with any money, any you know, revenue that we had been generating, like whatever we had in savings was all we had. We didn't know we were going to get any help at all. It was like, how do we pay staff? Right. And we just couldn't do it. And so we chose to shut down. It was one of the worst days of my career. I'm sure it is the worst day, you know, when I right. think back at all the great times and hard times, but we laid off 90 employees straight up. And I made those calls and it was devastating. And so we did that. And then we reopened, um, you know, a lot of things happened in those few months. We reopened in May at the Fort Collins location. And even at that time, I didn't know if that was the right call. I kind of felt like it was too early. You know, it was like, is this safe to put my staff in this environment? Is this safe to have the guests in this environment? We, we're doing what we can with the masks and the sanitation, but nobody knew at the time. Right. And so, you know, we opened back up and 
it has been you know, kind of an uphill battle, right? Now, like you said, we're on the other side as the restrictions have been lifted, people are coming out. So, you know, we're seeing this light at the end of the tunnel. Now this year with all restaurants, this is kind of our year to recoup, right? So it seems like on the outside that, oh, restaurants are doing so well. That's true, we are, but we're trying to figure out the losses from 20 and pay down any debt we had and moving forward into 22, that's where we're really gonna be successful. And so I think what you're going to see now, the restaurants that have made it through this, you know, the 20 and the 21, they are really going to survive and thrive going into 22. Um, We also have two two other locations and those are called Lonesome Buck. And so you mentioned the changeover. Um, So originally we had three stuffed burgers. One was in Fort Collins, one was in Windsor, and one was in Greeley. Um, a few years back, we changed over our Greeley location into a Lonesome Buck. And so, you know, restaurants kind of have their life cycles where, you know, you tend to need to either refresh them, do something different, or change them over. And we felt Greeley had really hit that point. Alongside of that, my partner decided, hey, let's start brewing beer. It's a passion of mine. And I want to try it. And I said, great. So we put together a barbecue menu to go along with the brewed beer. And it's been great. And so before the pandemic, we were operating that as Lonesome Buck. It was very successful. And so that one now is reopened. Um, And then during the downtime, we decided to change over the Windsor location stuffed into a Lonesome Buck. And when you think about, okay, if you're going to change something over anyway, the perfect time is when you're closed. Right. Right. Yeah, it's, exactly. This restaurant, the lights were off. It was a dead restaurant. The employees, unfortunately, were on unemployment at that time. So we changed that over to a lonesome buck. Did you ever get those moments during the pandemic? And I've heard this from a few people that almost felt like you were throwing a dart at a dartboard. You, you, you were trying to figure out what the right and wrong answers were. And I think all of us went through this and you're just like, I'm just going to throw it, see where it lands and let's see what happens. Did it feel like that many times? It did. Yeah. You know, thankfully I'm connected with a lot of other local restaurant owners in town. And so, you know, I I really relied on them. I have um, some friends that have stayed open during this whole time. Ty stayed open. I think he kept union open for quite a while. And I had been messaging him like, Hey, how are you doing with the curbside? How are you doing with all this? And so leaning on friends, um, Lauren Storby of Snack Attack, she's one of my great friends and, you know, messaging her, you know, should I stay open for curbside? Because they have different restaurant models. And like I said, every restaurant is different, but I think leaning on friends that are operating and we're doing the same thing. How are you guys handling the mass mandate? How are you guys handling? And so we all kind of leaned on each other during that time to, to figure it out. And I will say too, the city of Fort Collins in particular was great about the regulations and helping us navigate that because Um, It was really muddy at first, you know, we didn't even know what we were supposed to be doing. We didn't have the right information. And so, yeah, there was a little bit of that, but um, I feel like the community really rallied around us and, and was really supportive of all of it. So let's talk about, we touched upon the menu a little bit. Let's talk more about the menu at Stuff Burger as well, because there's so many great items. And, and I always, whenever I go there, garlic Parmesan fries, I have to have them. Like, and, and, and I always ask like a little extra garlic and Parmesan too, because I'm <laughs> totally hooked on it. Which menu items do customers gravitate to the most? Or is it really just a mixture of everything on the menu? Um, I think 
It's a, a, a good mixture. It's a good breakdown. Um, I would say one of the most popular items to order would be the salted caramel brownie milkshake. So you've probably seen this in our social media and we have some advertisements in the restaurant and that is a milkshake with an actual brownie on top of it. Oh yeah. It's decorated with icing and, you know, pretzels all over it. It's crazy. So that's one of the most popular ones. And then um, another really popular burger is the Western burger. And believe it or not, that's more of like a traditional burger, right? So that's the onion strings. That's the bacon. That's the barbecue. It's the smoked cheddar. It's a great burger. Of course, we get a lot of kind of the oddball things that get ordered, like the hangover burger, which is a, a burger that's on a donut right. um, with bacon. Um, so we get a lot of kind of the crazy things. But believe it or not, um, I think most people order really those those standard burgers. And it's funny if you have a table, let's say, of six people. Yep. Right. I'd say five of the six people probably order regular burgers. And that six person's the crazy one, you know, and they want to try everything or they want the triple burger. And that's what makes it fun about this, because, you know, that energy and that really funness about the menu just brings life into the restaurant and it makes the experience fun. And I think there's a difference between going out to get fed and going out to get a quick meal versus having an experience. Yes. And what we're doing is we're trying to give you an experience and that's with the service and the food. And and you talked about the milkshakes. And I think that was one thing when the first time I went to Stuff Burger, when I looked at the milkshakes and I saw you can get a regular milkshake or if you want to get a, a boozy milkshake, you can do that as well too. Talk to us about how important that is to the menu as well. Just the regular milkshakes and having that option for an adult to be like, I think I want to go for a boozy milkshake today. Yes. So that is, um, it's another fun thing. We will put any kind of booze in your milkshake. So whether that's Kahlua, Bacardi, um, and it's just another fun thing, another like upgrade that somebody sees it and says, Hey, what a great fun thing to go out and do. And it just makes that experience more special. It very much does. And I, I advise everybody when you go to Stuff Burger, you got to try a boozy milkshake. Adults yeah. definitely go for it. Um, you know, what's cool about not just living in Fort Collins, but also being a business owner in Fort Collins is all the business owners are there to help each other out. And there's not one leaving one to the side. Like everybody is there giving tips. And like you were talking about during the pandemic, everybody helping each other out. As a business leader in the region yourself, how important is it for you to give back to local business owners? Like you have the online restaurant academy that you launched with Lauren from Snack Attack. Yeah, yeah. And to me, it is so cool to see the videos that you guys do and just to see the support you're giving other businesses. How important was that for you to launch that? It was super important. You know, we had a, a little bit of downtime during the pandemic with the restaurants. You know, I'd say a few weeks of okay, we're going to apply for some grants, we're going to do some things. But really, it was like a couple weeks of just, you know, spending time with the family. And I work all the time. And whether it's, you know, just being at work or my mind, it's kind of a typical entrepreneur thing, right? Like your mind just starts working when you have this like quiet time. And um, Lauren has been a great friend of mine. And we have always been giving back, whether it's to each other, to local restaurant owners in some kind of way. I had hooked up with the SBDC a few years back. And so I had been consulting through the Larimer County SBDC for a few years and just had a lot of great experiences with startups in particular that 
they just needed a lot of direction. They just, they didn't know how to get from point A to point B, right? Like I want to open up a restaurant, but I don't understand how to get there, what that path looks like. And then the finish line in conjunction, I also saw existing in business restaurants that were, you know, they own restaurants, but they're not really profitable. Right. And the restaurant industry, the margins are so slim and it's, it's difficult to understand how to be profitable and how to make actual good money owning restaurants. It's very, very difficult. And so there is a method to doing that, right? It's, it's kind of combining financials. It's combining food experience. It's all the things that we're talking about right now. And so Lauren and I, during this downtime, we said, Hey, let's turn this into a consulting business and let's team up together to offer this to people that really need help. And so we do an online eight week course and it's a mixture of like modules that we have created ourselves and content along with one-on-one consulting. And we really genuinely want to help these people. So we're taking them from where they are now to where they want to be. And, and it's been amazing to see how successful these people are just giving them the framework that they didn't have before. And I think This program, Online Restaurant Academy, has been successful because the core of our hearts and our souls and what makes our restaurant so successful as well is that we want to help people, right? right? And so whether that's in our restaurants, whatever it is, have the best food, have the best experience, but it's also helping local restaurant owners. And that's all we want to do is help. And so it's kind of been just a really fun project and um, learning more about how Instagram works and, you know, how online sales work has been really interesting to me and, and learning that whole process. And and it's important for small businesses to, to be able to lean and ask questions to other businesses. I mean, when we launched, before we launched Old Town Food Tour, we went through a, a consultation with another food tour business to, to find out the ins and outs, what works and what doesn't doesn't work instead of just jumping into it without having the knowledge to be successful it really helped us and i know what you're offering restaurants is really helping them as well too mhm yeah and it, it like i said it's been interesting to see because our clients have all different kinds of concepts and you know Lauren and myself we actually have different concepts as well you know she's fast casual sandwiches And I have, you know, a brewery and then burgers and barbecue. So lots of different things going on. So I feel like we have a lot to offer any kind of restaurant owner, you know, and just like I said, pointing them in the right direction and really seeing them, you know, from where they are and helping them be more successful. Because even some of our clients, like I said, they own restaurants, but they're not making money. And and I always say, what is the point of that, right? Like if you can't, if if you're not successful where you're feeling like your staff is being paid well, your customers are coming back. And as the owner, you're making a decent living for yourself and you're enjoying doing it. It's not worth it to you. And so how can we help you make it worth it to you and make it worth it to your staff and make it a viable business? I think that's awesome. Now, now when you think about when you started as an entrepreneur and you think about some of the advice that you got. What, uh, what popular entrepreneurial advice do you agree with? And is there advice that you received when you started that when you look back on it now, you disagree with? Oh, wow. Gosh, that's a hard question. I think, um, the best piece of advice I can give is you need to, so entrepreneurs are typically dreamers. They're thinkers. Um, just like you, you know, you, you have an idea, 
and you want to act on that idea, you know, whatever it takes, right? And, and that's a big part of opening up a business. But I think what a lot of people fail to do is they don't know how to be business people. And I think for me, I have shifted in the beginning from really just working in my business every day, which that is needed, especially in the beginning, but taking an upper level approach and saying, I'm going to understand my financials and understand how to be profitable and how to make this a very strong business. And I'm going to use the tools that I have learned over the years to make good financial decisions for myself and for my business and for everybody involved in it. And so I would say making that shift and trying to make that early on in your career as far as get your business open, but then shift to that mindset of being a business person. I think that really helps you make yourself successful over the years. Let's think about you on a, on a daily basis. Yeah. What are the three top three websites or blogs that you can't live without with each day? Oh, gosh. That's a hard one. Um, you know, I've been spending some time on, on the gram because that's our, our business is on the gram, you know? Right. And so um, I'm really liking Chris and Lori harder. I don't know if you follow them at all. I do. Yes. Yeah. I just, I like their mindset, you know, and I, and I know um, they're selling consulting just like we are. Right. But I just, I think they're a cool couple and yep. I just like what they have to say. And I think they've, they have a very successful online business. So watching them um, go through that. Somebody else I've been watching, his name is Kyle Sierra and he is a, a, a restaurant guy. Okay. So again, he's on the gram, but he just, um, he's, he's real and he's funny. And um, I, he lightens up my day as far as like restaurant jokes or memes, you know, the restaurant industry, it's just, it's fun. Yeah. And, you know, just stuff happens and it, I'd say it really, um, it really lightens my day. So I'd say, you know, those two things right now, as far as like reading and podcasts, um, right now in my life, it's been very difficult to add on any kind of growth time. For I get mind, that. That makes sense because I, I'm sort of in this growth mode just as a professional and as an individual. And so, um, you know, I'm kind of like everything's hitting right now as far as the restaurants are open and the academy is getting busy. And so um, I'd like to have more time to read books and do podcasts. But for now, that's kind of what I'm jiving on, especially um, the hardest. I just think that, you know, they're a very cool couple. Awesome. All right. So before we get to our final question, I've got rapid fire questions for you. Three of them. Right. So the first thing that comes to your head, question number one is top three places on the globe that you haven't conquered yet, but would love to. Top three places on the globe. Um, can I just have any kind of vacation? Any kind <laughs> <Yeah>. of vacation. <laughs> like I just want eight. Like, I don't care if I go to Colorado Springs. Right. Like that, that would count for me, you yeah. know? Cause, uh, okay. So really that is one of them. It, I know it's crazy, but I grew up in Cal Southern California. Okay. So I just love it there. And I want to do some local stuff. Like I want to go to cave of the winds and do all that cool stuff down yes. there. So believe it or not, that is one of my things. One of my places. Um, I'd say another one would be Ireland. So I um, have family that own a pub in Ireland. I do not know much about that part of my family. So right. I would love to explore that a little bit. Awesome. Um, 
Yeah. And then my third one, I have, um, I've already been here, but I'd like to go back to Morea, which is a little island um, in Tahiti. Okay. And it was one of the best experiences of my life. We did like the overwater bungalow huts that are. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, it was incredible. So I think I would just like to go back and, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, my time is really precious. And so you know, I don't really feel like I need to be exploring the globe. I just want some time with my family, you know, yeah. whatever that might be. So that's, I, my wife and I just had that conversation about, we'd love to go on a vacation. We said, where do you want to go? And we're like anywhere at this point in time, <laughs> anywhere. Um, like horse tooth. <laughs> exactly. What are the top three mobile apps that make your work more effective? Hmm. I like this question. I use Canva. So Canva is, um, yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? It's so easy to use. I know. And there's like any template. So it's like, if you're, if you don't know what Canva is, it's a graphic design app and you can create anything for your business, like flyers, business cards, social media campaigns, whatever. It's awesome. It's free. You can buy the paid plan. I do the free though. It's great. Um, I say that one. And then for my restaurants, I use a scheduling app called hot schedules. And it basically is just an app that allows servers and cooks to switch swap shifts and do a lot of like different things. And it just makes my life a lot easier. And then um, the other one I'd say, believe it or not, is Instagram. And the reason why I'd say that is because um, Lauren and I have built a successful consulting business based off of Instagram. Um, And then just promoting our restaurants on social media has been um, great. It's great for advertising. There's a lot of free content that you can provide that really draws people in that maybe would not have seen your restaurant another way. All right, next question. If you were to write a book about yourself, how would you name it? Oh my gosh, write a book. How? Okay, um, I would say how to make it in the restaurant biz. I think you'd be very that's successful that. writing that book. Oh, that'd be, that's very nice. Thank you. <laughs> you got it. Um, final question. If, if you had to give advice to someone looking to start a business, whether it was in Fort Collins or wherever, um, what advice would you give them? Oh goodness. To start up, I would say use somebody like a consultant to help you. And even if if that's through the SBDC, I just love the SBDC because it's free to, as a client to use. And there's this network of consultants that whether it's attorneys, CPAs, restaurant people, whatever you're trying to do, there's creatives. I would say just get advice because the reality is, is what you don't know, you don't know, you know, and if somebody can help point you in the right direction and say, Hey, I've walked your path before I've been in your shoes. And if I can save you, you know, X amount of money or time and just tell you how this is going to look like for you or how it's going to be, I think that's really, really valuable. So I would say either hire a coach or a mentor or go to the SBDC and just um, ask for help. Awesome. Tiffany, this was awesome to connect with you today. And, and if, if somebody wants to reach out to you about online restaurant Academy and they need some assistance in getting their restaurant launched, how can they reach out to you? So I'm just the restaurant chick on Instagram. Pretty easy. There's only one of me. Um, and then uh, of course through stuffed burger and lonesome buck, I work every day. So, 
Um, I'm usually at either one of those restaurants for lunch. So even swinging by to say hi is awesome. I love to meet people just all the time. So it would be great to see your faces if you're listening. And like I said, we'd love to help out. So in any way we can do that, that would be wonderful. Well, Tiffany, thank you so much for joining us today on the Old Town Food Tour podcast. Don't forget, if you'd like to visit Stuffed Burger on social media, you can check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Also, don't forget Lonesome Buck with their locations in Windsor and Greeley. Find them on social media as well. And you can find Tiffany on Instagram at Restaurant Chick on Instagram. That's where you can connect with her if you'd like to get her assistance and her thoughts on you starting your very own restaurant as well. Don't forget Old Town Food Tour is a three-hour guided walking tour of Old Town Fort Collins where you can visit five different restaurants and get generous samples from each. I promise you, you will be full by the very end, but you will enjoy each restaurant that you visit. And a big thank you to all of our restaurant partners who are part of Old Town Food Tour. You can book your tour now by visiting oldtownfoodtour.com. Just click on the book your tickets link and you'll find all the information right there. But thank you so much for listening to today's Old Town Food Tour podcast. And thank you to Tiffany Helton from Stuff Burger for making it all happen.